Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And the Lord said unto John, come forth and you will receive eternal life. Unfortunately, John came fifth, so he only got a toaster. <laughs> well, uh, you're kind of edging your way into uh, religious jokes. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's risky. It was, it's more of a wordplay joke. I'll go True. full blasphemous by the end of the year, but right now, oh, no. no, I won't. I, I won't do that for anybody listening. I won't do that. I wasn't. I wasn't anticipating that. No, I know. I saw your faces. You guys were like, oh, shit. Where do you go with this? <laughs> yeah. No, that's just a, it's just a clever wordplay, isn't it? Solid. I think we're going to go solid again. We're going to go five. I like, yeah. I'm happy with it. I liked I it. I thought it was better than that. You didn't disappoint, you, dis- disappoint yourself. But I think Fair, five. Okay. Oh, no, Medlin, do you do you think I've been too harsh? Um, okay. Yeah, maybe slightly. I, 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 I like it. I feel like it. I got a better reaction than the last one. Yeah. Five. Yeah, maybe a six. Maybe a six. Yeah. Uh, it did, a six. To be fair, it did get it did get a better reaction than the last one. It's because of the scale. I've only got ten points. I can't go like five point five or oh, five point four. You can you can have point five. Sometime later. Good point. Um, okay, I'm gonna. I'll I'll agree. I'll come up one level. We'll come. We'll agree on six. Yes. So get in. Uh, that's a step up, mate. A step up. Fair play. I'm impressed with that. I'm in a quite good spell of form, you know. I've had a couple of blips here and there, but on the whole, it's been above five. It's right? been a while since you've had a shunt, so that's good. Yeah, that's true. Good. Welcome to The Pad Hoc, a podcast featuring stories following Formula One around the world. I'm Lawrence Bretto, senior writer at F1.com. And I'm Chris Medland, F1 correspondent at Racer. I'm Nate Saunders from ESPN.com. From ESPN.com. From, yeah. At, with. Yes, okay. Um, I do like the way Nate does mix it up a little bit every now and then, just drops it in. Still still with ESPN or from ESPN. Keep people, or, yeah, keep people guessing. Like, yeah, like, he doesn't follow the script. Like, how is he going to introduce himself this mm. week? And no one knows, not even me, <laughs> until I start doing it. At least you get your job title right these days. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big bonus. A long HR chat about that. <laughs> but now you have these examples. You go in there and be like, I have made progress here. Listen, here was yeah. episode one, and now, now made, I know. I've made a super cut of all of these. And now, and now they just basically, they're like, that one, that one, C. C or D, if you have to. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm doing well. How's everyone doing? Everyone really doing? well. I'm quite pleased to see that uh, Barretto's found his uh, top that we bought him in Milan. Yes, wearing... guys. Although it's just, it has just resonated with me. So he's wearing it. It's red and white um, for people that can't see, which is everybody. Um, and it says Barretto 1957 Milano, which is the bar. The name of the bar, yeah. Yeah, Barretto Bar at the San Siro. And the back is, the back is cool. It's got like a cartoon version of the San Siro, an old football, 
a bit a pint of beer that's like frothing over the top and then the Italian flag with the St George's Cross kind of draped over it as well. Um mm-hmm. all very nice. But I've just thought, yeah, it's it's an AC Milan uh T shirt and thing, I believe. And it's red and white, not red and black. Hmm. Um, I don't know about that. I don't know why that is. Well I'm grateful for the But it was just a bar cause... though, it wasn't a Milan AC Milan. Oh uh, like... yeah, could be that. So the bar's colours could just be red and white. Every bar should have its own colours. I'm sure there's tons yeah. of Barretto bars across Milan as well. So. Are there? Uh, I don't know. But there is a run of coffee shops called Il Barretto. <clears throat> yeah, possibly. I remember you mentioning, yeah. But um, so, I might um, just, just because this is obviously excellent content, I'm going to Google Barretto bar <laughs> um, and see how much comes up. Um, this is where we're at now. Oh, there's a place called Il Barretto in uh, Marlebone. Oh. Wow. There we go. It's a wine bar and restaurant. You've got a, you, a wine bar. See, this sounds like it's right on my street. Shut, of course. But yes. um, right now, anyway. There's one. There's Barretto's Bar and Restaurant in Rio de Janeiro. Huh. Wow. You might you're to go so there famous. Go to Rio sometime. Nate, did you know Hopefully. he was so famous? I had no idea. Like, we're with royalty. That's why you got you that big trophy. Rich. You must be really rich. You can pay us for being part of this. Uh, uh, I haven't seen any royalties from any of the cafe chains or from that wine bar that I've just found out about or the place of Rio de Janeiro. Um, no, maybe there's a trust account set up for me somewhere. Could be. <laughs> Nate's like, you idiot, what are you chatting about? <laughs> just glad someone else is talking nonsense instead of me. <laughs> makes a nice, <laughs> makes a nice I've gone down a complete rabbit hole now already. Um, the the meaning of the Barreto name, I found that because Portuguese is obviously Barreto knows it's probably a metonymic occupational name for a cap maker from a variant of Barret cap. Um, the name is also found in Western India, where it was taken by Portuguese colonists, and in Spanish, it's possibly a derivative of Barreta Barreto from Barra which means crowbar, apparently. Wow. Oh. So that's so exciting. Crowbar those stories. You know, you crowbar oh. the truth. <clears throat> oh, it does. No, I never crowbar truth the truth. I Sorry, you crowbar, crowbar you crowbar through misinformation <laughs> and innuendo to find <laughs> I, truth. I find, find the fact. truth. fact. Yeah, with exactly. your crowbar of information. <laughs> I've got, no, I've got a proper fact, though. This is, this is going to blow your mind. Uh, still, still going down this uh, rabbit hole. What is the average Barreto lifespan? Right? No, I don't This is know. for the US. This is for the no, US. I don't know. Between 1954 and 2004 in the United States, Barreto life expectancy was at its lowest point in 1954 and highest in 2004. The average life expectancy for Barreto in 1954 was 23. Oh. And wow. 76 in 2004. You've gone above the general population average. Oh, that's good. But wow. That's good. That's a good, good improvement. Job. We've strengthened over the years. Wow. I remember once um, at uni, my Facebook was still kind of new, still kind of coming out. Um, there was one of these things basically saying, put your name in here, your age, a few other things that tell you when you're going to die. All my <laughs> friends did it. And it was like 60, 70, 80, 90. Everyone had really good ages. I did it. And at 20 years old, it was like, you will die at 22 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Oh. So like when I got well, to 22, them wrong. it was like, I remember what Facebook said. <laughs> it was a rough year. I just didn't cross the road for a whole year. Well, it was tough. 
Well, well I'm glad a... you're still with us. Yeah, mate. dodging the Grim Reaper. Well done, mate. Debatably, I'm still with you. <laughs> People have argued otherwise. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Many drivers have been like, uh, <laughs> this guy, really? Who's this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's, that's not an impression of anyone. Just <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, that didn't. I'd like it to be. That could have been Giovinazzi. I reckon there's a little bit of Italian in there. Well, you know, I'm very allowed to Italian do. accent. Yeah, which I'll do one one day because like, I'm allowed, like you just said. Well, you've got Italian. Roots. Italian. <clears throat> yeah, I think that me- I think that means you're allowed to make fun of people. <laughs> right. Uh... It like gives you a pass, doesn't it? It's like Sasha Baron Cohen. You know, he gets a pass for a few things. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Well, no, I don't think he, a, he just does it anyway. Yeah, not afraid, is he? But to push the boundaries. Yeah, not like you, like, mate. because he's because he's a Jewish guy. There's a lot of stuff he says that no one else you wouldn't be able to do if you weren't Jewish. But it's the like Ali G and, and Borat's characters. It's the Nate Saunders argument. Well, uh, it, I, it's well made. I is feel it? like you're partly trying to. Convince yourself as you make that. Yeah, I think I am. <laughs> my Italian impression is very good, though. That's 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 the long and short of my argument. Prove it. Eh, Medeza, what do you do? Who's that? Wow. It was just a random Italian guy in the pod. Did you guys hear that? Was that? He the... must have joined the Zoom call and left. Was that the other Nate that's on this Zoom? Call? Yeah. <laughs> we have two Nates. <laughs> But no, so for people listening, this joke came when when the other Lawrence, myself and Medus would travel. I would always do an impression of an Italian journalist uh, of an Italian journalist. Great, great use of the English language there of Italian journalists in general, when they have to answer, ask a question in English to Vettel or to Leclerc. And you can usually tell what they're trying to say, but the way they word it is always very funny. So it would always be like, some, and it's always about brake horsepower and the obsession about giving your car more more brake horsepower and i think we were in monza and one of the journalists that had a big event at il duomo uh <laughs> and one of them was like uh Iseb, did this event uh, help the car uh, help you have more brake horsepower this weekend <laughs> something like that and it's like obviously not <laughs> what is, i think the question was meaning was like does this kind of make you does it give you a boost this week yourself but obviously it doesn't but it's just the way you worded it I thought it was quite sweet and I thought I'm going to lampoon you <laughs> <laughs> well consider, you consider yourself lampooned excellently done I just got on a t-shirt <laughs> consider yourself lampooned <laughs> oh, you'll offend someone somewhere with that yeah if I could actually learn Italian I know I've been threatening to properly for ages then I think I could I could at least be like, look, I do speak Italian. I do love the culture and I, you know, and my nonna is Italian and I love her very, very much. But I can do her accent very, very well as well. As a bonus. <laughs> so I mean, result. We could we could bring yeah. her in later if you want. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, she I think she'd be a really good guest. But um yeah, she would. Uh, I was about to say though, Italian is what I've always thought I tried to learn it at one point for work purposes, because I always felt that was the most sensible other language to learn in F1. Because Ferrari have been there forever and will be there forever, or should be. Um, and that kind of understanding of more Italian content and coverage, I thought would be good. Because there was a point where I was like, maybe I should learn German. 
because I did that at GCSE and I was like, could learn that. We had five German drivers in 2012, 2013 sort of time when it was like yep. Sutil and Glock and Hulkenberg and Rosberg and Schumacher. So it would have been 2012. Um, yeah, so I was like, oh, that might help. But then it goes the other way quite quickly. So I was like, no, Italian would be the one to learn. And I tried. I did Duolingo for about three weeks and uh, I learned how to say Apple and now <laughs> I've forgotten. So there <laughs> you go. Story. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I don't know how to say Apple either. I've been learning for weeks. I'm pretty sure I know Apple. Come back to me. I'm still trying to work out Schrodinger's cat as well. <laughs> oh, hang time. on. On that note, because you guys were give, have given me such a hard time. Oh, yeah, your, your song for F1. Yeah. So um, I spent some time thinking about it, listening to some music. And I think the truth is I still didn't quite get what I was supposed to do. So I don't know whether <laughs> I don't you know be honest about it. Yeah, now finally. Right. right. <laughs> if you've come up with bicycle, by the way, you can't. That was my idea. That was genius. <laughs> He's gonna name everything that we talked about. I, really, like, I, <laughs> I did like bicycle. That was good. That was good. So the first one I came up with was Life in the Fast Lane by the Eagles. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's disappointing. That's no, all right. That's all right. Good, great band. Yeah, great band. Yeah, he's written this down on... What have you written this on? Is this on the notepad it's or is it the like back a of a... Notepad. Oh, like okay. a notepad. No, it's a notepad. Yeah, yeah, on a notepad. Okay. And then the second one I thought would be quite good is Don't Stop Believing. Because it'd be like motivational. No? <laughs> <laughs> I love the song, but no chance. Can you no. imagine that? If you went to Sky and went, oh, I've got your new, uh, got your new <laughs> intro music, guys. <laughs> Just a small town girl. <laughs> There you go. You had Nate singing last week. You had me yes. making that noise, whatever it was, this week. That was impressive, Modus. I can't top that. that okay. uh, apologies to anyone wearing headphones listening to this because I've just <laughs> ruined your eardrums. I thought that was pretty... You hit a note there. You hit Did a note. I? At which point? <laughs> For how long? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he moved um, me. That's what that did. He moved me to tears. <laughs> So are those your two, or do you have more? No, got so I've more. got He's one got more. I've got one more. This is that big, I want to mention. Lawrence, this is to kind of redeem yourself. Although Eagles no, are right. so I've got one more, and then I and then I've got the one that I want to suggest. Okay, okay. all right. So the third one is go your own way. So still Fleetwood Mac s like um, esque, but um, I think it's quite. I feel like well. freedom. I feel like it's it's energetic. I feel like there'd be a build build up to the race i think i so i think that one worked but the one that i'm going to go with is the theme tune to wacky races that's good actually <laughs> i like that a lot <clears throat> yes yes nice he's so happy that you said uh, you like that i need well, to refresh my memory on it i can just about remember it but i always remember catch the pigeon over catch wacky the races. pigeon catch yeah. the pigeon yeah. yeah good shout though um, but um, also in in researching this, I was watching a few episodes of Wacky Races. Not really acceptable anymore. And when I say not really, not acceptable anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think I, so, I think I, I can remember bits of it, and it was it wasn't great. No, so, so I don't know if I'm about to ruin our podcast by hitting play on a YouTube video, but I'm about to hit play on a YouTube video <laughs> to refresh my memory. So uh, here okay. we go. You're going to get well, the you, live. You can reaction. edit it. Um, I, right now I can't hear a thing, which is good. Um, it was a detol ad. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, it's not. There's no sound, so no. Okay. that's gone well. Um, but I can I can watch it. No, no, no. Well, it's 
it's more about well, obviously the theme tune. Oh, here, here, right, here we go. You guys are... Yeah, that's it. So is this is this the way every intro went? I don't think it would explain Formula One very well if they were talking about the anthill mob. Well, no, but but we would we would adapt the um, we would adapt the tune to refer to the people involved. So, yeah, I think you'd have to redo the audio, wouldn't you? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, that makes sense. So what I think we would do it was try and find the person who narrated the original Wacky Races theme tune. If that is not feasible, we find someone else. Then we use the background music. Um, well, we use the background music, and then we get we replace the characters with actual drivers. Oh no! Oh no! You don't. Medan seems confused. Nate's nodding. I'm going to take uh, Nate's nod as an acceptance. Yeah, I think you have to find a new narrator for that. And maybe we'll just use you, Toretto. Because, you know, you seem to know yeah. this idea well. So maybe that's your public service announcement. I tell you what, time. shall I do that for next time? Yeah, you record shall yes. I, um, see if you can get it. See if you can get it to work. Okay. And if you can, fair play. I just can't see it at the moment. I can't picture it. I can't hear it in my, in my brain. Yeah, okay. I, I think that's a good challenge for him for the next I will try episode. and bring it to life for you guys. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking about other theme tunes you could have. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny that you mentioned an old, like, classic TV show because I was thinking of Thunderbirds, oh. and you know the original Thunderbirds, the TV show. Do you remember how it used to start and go five, four, yeah, three, and you could do that, but have like the top five finishes from like last race. So, so if it was the intro, or it could be the outro, it could be like five, and then you've got like <laughs> Perez, four, oh, yeah, four, <laughs> three. Two, one, Formula One is go, and then <laughs> boom, we're off and running. Well, Everyone's surely, like, "This TV show's great." Surely that should be when the red lights come on. That should be the sound that they make. That would be over instead, the top. Of, instead of the Mario Kart thing. Yeah, it should it should be like that, and then okay. and then it what waits and the lights are on and it goes quiet and then as soon as the light goes off, it goes. Yeah. Formula One is go, and then you don't have to listen to any other commentator with their same old line. I've got a great idea. I'm going to record that again now and we're going to put it on Facebook and if anyone's clever enough to edit the start of a race with this over it, we'll see if it works. Obviously, Ooh, you can't I do like that it. legally, but it can go on YouTube for a bit before Lawrence's colleagues take it down. Yeah, I can't endorse, obviously, this kind of behaviour. No, I don't endorse it either. I just, I'm just suggesting there's a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, cause if it was for private usage... Then yeah, um, yeah just for so someone could send group. it in to the pad hoc, and exactly. we can see it at least. We might not be able to publish it because we're being nice because we don't want Bretta to lose his job. No, but, thanks, uh, guys. If someone else publishes it on our behalf. We can't control what people do. <laughs> we can actively encourage them not to, but if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. That's just the way the human human mind works. You know, people are people. Freedom <laughs> to do what you want, especially. <laughs> 
It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lockdown's really getting to Nate. Yeah, so it's been one day of lockdown too, <laughs> and we're done. Is it because you can't go shopping, Nate? Is that what's really hurting you? Can't go into I went a shopping shop. earlier. <laughs> we're locked down, Nate. What are you doing? But you can go shopping at the shops, can't you? Yeah, you can. Lawrence, you need to you need to go to the shops. This is why you bought essential, 100, 100 essential tins of soup, <laughs> three Christmas trees. <laughs> yes, we need to talk about this. But the good news Pre-pod. is I've already bought the Christmas trees. Pre-pod, <laughs> Lawrence revealed he has three Christmas trees, and we need to talk about this in detail. This is a sign of of what social climate is, uh, and basically how Formula One has sort of propelled him to new heights. He now has his own fan page. He has his own T-shirt from a bar in Italy. Uh, he owns like restaurants all over the globe. We found out, uh, and he's just got the spare cash to be like, you know what? One tree is not enough. I want three. <laughs> I do love Christmas, and so therefore I want to have Christmas all over my house. When the best the way to up? do that is to have Christmas trees. First uh, of December, providing them around. So all three. Yeah, okay. So don't don't get angry, Nate. Okay. <laughs> But because I'm not here on December first, he's gonna put it up early. I'm gonna put. You put it up in November. I'm gonna put them up before I fly to Bahrain. Oh man! So that'll nice. be that'll be November. Because that'll if be... I wait until I'm back, it'll be the 14th of December. I'll have the 14th it's of perfect December. Perfect time to put Christmas tree up. In fact, it's one day earlier than I start listening to Christmas <laughs> music. Most of it, as I explained to these guys before we started recording, December the first is a momentous day because I'll listen to the Pogues. Then I won't listen to it again for about seven days. And then I might listen to some Christmas music on the 10th or the 11th or the 12th. But usually it's the 15th onwards. 10 days, 10 solid days of Christmas stuff. And then do you just listen to Christmas music back to back for those next 10 days? No, it just might be on my playlist. You know, the week of it, I'll listen to a lot of it. But people that listen to Christmas music from like middle of November through to December 25th, I'm like... How how can you do that to yourself? Because it's all pretty bad. Let's be honest. If it wasn't about Christmas, all of it would be awful, pretty much. The only good ones are Stop the Cavalry. That's a left field one, but I like that one. Pogues. The Paul McCartney one's pretty good because, you know, it's Macca. And The uh, Darkness. The Darkness one is fantastic. Probably the yeah. best one. Anyone who can and... create a Christmas song that's called Christmas Time, Don't Let the Bells End. Yeah, um, yeah, very which clever. Which is exactly why and, they did it. And I'd have that explained to me when I went to uni. I had never really seen it because I was quite a you know, naive kid. Um, but now look at you. Fun. Cheated yeah. death and you, so wise. You've grown so much, Nate. Yeah. But yeah, so that's my Christmas. I mean, when do you guys start listening? To be fair, this is actually a, you know, an F1 related point for this podcast, amazingly. But doing this job you do seem to miss out on the start of the build-up to christmas because you're normally away and for like quite a solid period of time with like so many races towards the end of the season and you don't have time to do shopping and to yeah like decorate the house or anything like that and i used to get back from the young driver test and it would be early december and suddenly there'd be a fair bit of work to do in that first week as well after the season ended and you'd suddenly go oh yeah it's like 10th 11th december and Christmas has been like kicking off for a while in the UK and people have been doing their shopping and going out and having Christmas parties and all this. And you're like, oh yeah, I need to join in this fun. You tend to be behind the curve a bit, which is my excuse basically for why I'm always late buying my Christmas presents. But um, 
Yeah, like I did. That was that is one thing I quite like getting into the spirit and having. It's a good excuse normally to all get together. This is a depressing topic now that we've gone into lockdown, but um, yeah, it's normally a good excuse to like see people and catch up. That especially when you've been away a lot with um, with work. And I'm I'm thinking even I've gate crashed the ESPN Christmas party once or twice um, when they're quite all out together. Yeah, but that's that's when you stopped doing them for that reason. They were like, <laughs> Medus keeps turning up. We've got to stop doing them. So we call them something different now. What we do is we book a hundred pubs on one day, all called ESPN Party. If Medis <laughs> turns up, we're like, fair play, he deserves this. But if he does, if he doesn't, we're like, it worked. Yeah, uh, it was July the fourth yeah. last time. It was really <laughs> through. <Yeah. laughs> but I got there. Yeah, he did. It was amazing. Amazing bit of guessing. He just followed me for a week. It's true. He thought it was weird. I was wearing a Christmas hat in July. <laughs> the telltale <laughs> sign. Big, San- big Santa you don't outfit. Like Christmas. Like, yeah, yeah but you have to wear it for Christmas a Christmas party. That's the rules. You've got to dress do you up wear a paper, the paper hat that you get from a cracker, or do you get a bespoke Christmas I always hat? wear a, the, the hat that comes out of the cracker. Mm-hmm. Very... Uh, what's, what's the word? <laughs> don't know. It just sounded like you knocked on a very, very like, hollow door. <laughs> prodding with authority Intent. on my table. Uh, <laughs> I'm very spe- particular about that rule. Okay. If it comes out of the hat. You've got to wear it or play with it for at least a minute. Christmas so, hats. So I see. I, I do do head. Christmas tradition, just not until like a week, the week off, and then it's all in. And then you go big. Yeah. That's once, of course, you've you've got all of your Formula One Christmas content written before you go on holiday, right? That you could just hit publish. publish yeah. Publish over the break. Yeah, and I like I like. I like Christmas content, not just in Formula One, but all sports, because you see the sports that are really, especially for Formula One as it's off season, but you see people really scrape the barrel. And I include myself in this, where you're like, <laughs> the 12 days of F1 Christmas, Christmas, it's always the same nonsense. <laughs> and I've done one of those before, so I'm not throwing specific people under the bus. But you end up like, okay, I've got two weeks to fill. Let's fill it. <laughs> and it's usually really shit. And it's normally the point to do all the reviews of like, right, how did Red Bull really fare in 2020? And you do the rundown of every constructor and stuff like that, which, yeah, you, you know you're going to do it each time. But it's, by then it almost seems pointless because everyone's already thinking, yeah, but what's going to happen next year? Or they don't care. They want to go and enjoy Christmas. Yeah, no one so. really cares, I don't think. But um, yeah, that, it's, it's just that time of year that you've got to do all those sorts of things. I'm just throwing you guys off so you don't write them. And I do. <laughs> I was like, Nate's done some great content over Christmas. I'm hoping that there's going to be a, a good Christmas pun-based bit of content from you. That's, yeah. That's what I'm expecting. After one out. Something strong. And I want your headshot. Have you still got like mugshots on the ESPN website for your writing when you do features? Yeah. Yeah, I want yours to be updated to you in a Christmas hat for oh, Christmas yeah. features. That would be brilliant. Do. I yeah, might ask about good. that. Yeah, you should. But just keep it all year round. <laughs> Yeah, really yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea actually if i yeah. try if i changed it and see if anyone did notice yeah i don't think they would look at that see i'll invoice you for that great idea later yeah do oh it. hang on Barreto's picked something up or something okay <gasps> new shoes so um we obviously can get through a podcast without talking about shoes because well i can't help it and i can't stop buying them so um, I bought a new pair of shoes. Uh, these were inspired um, by Rosa. Um, she sent me a picture of these. So Rosa um, works for Mercedes. Um, and she sent me a picture of these. And I think she kind of dared me to get them, not seriously thinking that I would get them. Um, I couldn't then find them because they were sold out. 
Um, and then a friend of mine, um, Dan Freeman, his wife bought him a pair as well as he bought a pair. So he had two. And it so happens that we are the same shoe size. So he said, well, do I want them? And I was like, well, hell yes, I do. And these, I'm going to show you them in the box because I think the box is quite cool. Wow, wow the box is what? Okay. So That's amazing. On. Hang on. And, and what I would say is that I'm not, um, like I like Star Wars, but I'm not like a proper, proper fan. But, you wear um, those. I've There's just... Basically for <laughs> listeners, Chewbacca is on the front of this box. Uh, and then I can't actually see inside what the shoe is like. Oh, okay. Um, but so, they are, oh, all the noise of an unboxing. This is, okay. this is new levels. Okay. Oh, there's, a, there's lots of stuff in it. Right, you ready, guys? Because I feel like I've hit a new level with these shoes. And it's not about the colour. It's about... And these for Turkey, did you say? Probably for Turkey, if not for Bahrain. I see a lot of fluff. Wow. I mean, those are actually spectacular. I mean, we've got to stop just like making noise. We'll put this on Facebook. Go and have a look. They're mega. They're like Chewbacca um, in trainer form. Yeah. Really so good. I thought, I, I didn't really know that um, like themed shoes or movie themed shoes were a thing. No. Um, My until... big question though is yes. going to be what Daniel Ricardo thinks <laughs> of those shoes. It's um, it's fucking horrendous. Thanks, Daniel. Good to have him back on the show. Yeah. Um, to be honest, dialed in to say that. Always yeah. appreciate your feedback, Daniel. Thanks. Um, it, it did sound um remarkably like the same thing you said last week, but I actually think he'd say something different. Same. I, I do. If we keep he, having him back on, maybe he'll say something different eventually. There is an explanation here, actually, that I will get him to. To explain, I'm going to give the floor back to Daniel to explain why he doesn't like Barretto shoes. Where I struggle with them is that I'm not like high tops. I don't look good in high tops. Like I'm not really a high top guy. And I feel like pretty much all of his are high tops. So that's where if they were like a low cut, maybe some I would be like, oh, you know, not bad. But So there you go. Not bad. Not bad. Who doesn't like high tops as well? I don't I don't get it. I just don't get it. Uh, but I You're do really think upset by this. Yeah, but I think if he actually saw these or when he sees these in Turkey or whenever you wear them, he might like them because I think they're quite cool. Um, and I don't wear high tops or particularly like high tops myself either. <laughs> Oof. But um, well, I've never tried right. them to be fair. Two I shouldn't, shouldn't knock it. Shouldn't knock it before I've tried it. But um, I think they're, That's they're right. quite good. I hate to kick a man when he's down, but uh, I'm not a big <laughs> fan of them either. So. Yeah, I've got a third fresh dagger for you. But again, nice. I've not worn them either very much. So they look better on other people. So they look better on you than they do on me. So I'll, that's only right. slightly in. Okay, I'm going to pull the dagger out slightly. Good, okay. Thanks. Like just the tip is in. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> I think this I is the point where this... I go, make it stop. <laughs> should, we, uh, should we call it there, chaps? I think that's a good, that's a good jump off point for me. <laughs> Um, right. Thanks very much for joining. I appreciate your time as always. Thanks to anyone who's listening as well. Please, as ever, remember to subscribe and follow us on our social channels across Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Nate, thanks so much for your time. You can read his work on ESPN.com. Thanks also to Chris for your time. You can read your work on Racer.com. And my work, if you want to read it, is on F1.com. Thanks again. Let's do this again sometime. Ciao.
Somebody send Beretta a message and tell him you like high tops just so that he gets through the yeah. week. Yeah, he looks really sad. Sports Social Podcast Network.